Could you talk to us about that meat factory in Hammersdale? Is it still burning and uh, people still looting? Well, Elvis, um, when we got there, um, just possibly to take our listeners uh, back on, on, on where and how we found the state of that uh, um, uh, factory. We we were driving through from Pilmaz, coming all the way down to to, to Durban, just uh, trying to find the smallest cities in in case then that um, have been affected by the looting and the unrest that had started uh, a couple of weeks ago. So when we got to Hammersdale, I mean it's in right in between um, um, Pilmaz and Durban, uh, almost in Ridge, so to speak. So the the sky there was a bit you know darkish and you you could tell that there was a stench in the air and I wasn't too sure what it was, so we drove to, closer with my colleague and uh, we found that uh, there was a track uh, factory that was burning. We stopped and we asked around and the people who uh, met in the street said no actually there's been burning. And we did a story from there on that particular day, and we thought well we'll move on and find more stories. Then yesterday whilst we were in Etopo. As, uh, while we continued coverage of what was going on, unrest, we found that, well, we got a phone call and it's, they said this factory, there's a story that's breaking, a factory's burning again, and let's go and see it. 200 k's away, we drove, we got there, but we told to find it's the same factory. And when we saw all those people at the, 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 the factory, we asked again, what happened? No, apparently the owner had said, guys, come in, come and take all the remaining stock from the factory and there was a question of whether is it safe to do so, and people were just there taking, doing whatever they wanted and taking remaining stock at the factory. A lot of people saying it sent out a text or a message for insurance purposes, but that's not for me to decide. But people were there saying that they had, you know, agreement from the owner of the factory to come and take the remaining stock. Whether it was safe to do so or not, that's another question, I think. Hmm. Is there still any visible police or military patrols in the areas that you have visited thus far? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed, there is. In fact, just op- um, opposite the factory, yesterday there was a roadblock uh, manned by both, uh, well, in fact, by the South African National Defence Force, the South African Police Services, and the Etewini Metro. And there on the ground, uh, again, we. we, we, we that's how we, 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 when we were told that the factory was being looted, we ended up there. And we, just, we did a story again. And whilst doing a story, we found that the police are actually doing a stop and search in the area of Hammersdale. And with the plastic bags and parcels on the floor, only to find, again, in close investigation and inspection, what is going on, it was actually most of the protein or the food or the meat from that actual factory that was being confiscated. So some of the people who were driving past or through the roadblock actually still had meat products from the very same factory. So what I have picked up, uh, Albert, since arriving in Plumesburg and in Durban, that the, and I think this is also on the back of President Cyril Ramaphosa when he read the Riot Act, so to speak, excuse the pun, um, the... The police and the army have stepped up again. There's more of them on, on, on the streets. The army, maybe you will not see as you would see the police, but trust me, they are there. In fact, again, we ran into them when they were deploying to certain hotspots in Durban. Um, they're at the port where they went to uh, go, go on there to, 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 to strengthen the security there because we want the, the ports reopened. We need um, you know, a stock or, or, or goods coming into the country Upon landing in Durban, when the uh, aeroplane was flying to land, you could see the ships all still out at sea, 
because no one wanted to come in and dock at the ports because of safety concerns. So one of the first stops that the South African National Defence Force went to was the actual port to make sure that uh, at least business continues and we get all the uh, South African economy, economy moving again by making sure that the ships at least get started to dock. Mm-hmm. Can you also confirm reports that the price of bread in that province has increased to over 35 rands in some areas? Well, of course, this is not the 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 the, the um, let's let's call it in, in the streets in the townships. Uh, that's where the cost of bread costs 35 rand. But in, in your normal places, your garages that which still have stock, um, your normal retail stores uh, like your spas is left stock. The cost of bread is the normal price. What has happened is that because now. Um, there is no bread in the townships because, well, there's no stock coming in from, um, you know, you know, people like 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 Albany who make bread. People who do get their hands on some sort of stock uh, wherever they get it from. We did ask a guy. In fact, again, we ran into somebody in Hammersdale, and he said, "Look, I buy the bread for 15 rand. I bring it here. I sell it for 25 rand." I make a 10 rand profit. And he said, it's a case of take it or leave it. And trust you me, Elvis, he came there with four pallets. Within 30 minutes, those four pallets of bread had been sold. Hmm. He drove out and he came back and, 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 and 20 minutes later, he got some more bread. Where he fetched the bread, I do not know. Mine was not necessary to ask. I did ask him, no, well, where did you get the bread? Is it looted? And he said, no, um, I buy it as well. And I said, look, that's fine. That's as far as I want to ask. Because you must understand, things are a bit volatile on the, on the ground. And so I'm saying, when, you, when somebody says to the community that he stays in this, it's a case of take it or leave it. And as you know, we've, we've seen cases where um, looters and rioters um, even shoot at police who try and stop them when, uh, you know, when, when they're doing these things. We've also had to be, at, 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 you know, at full guard, so to speak. We traveled in our bulletproof, uh, you know, um, armor that we wear, that the SABC gives us to try at least be safe in whatever ever happens. And that's what's happening on the ground, on the streets. People mm-hmm. actually selling a commodity such as bread, which you'd get for 10 rand, 12 rand, 15 rand at a big retail shop. They're literally selling it for 25, 35 rand, and people are buying it. That's how the desperation works. And the knock-on effect, as I was explaining in one of my packages, is that if you say that you will not buy that bread for 25 rand, that means you'd have to get into a taxi. That taxi, obviously, will take you to, in this instance, a mall which is in the township. But because they burnt the mall that was in the township, they now must take a taxi to town. They get to Central Dep. Devon, excuse me, or Central Petermansburg. And the question is, will they have find a spa? Will they find a pick-and-pay? Will they find a retail shop that actually still has bread? Because, again, no places have, get, have been getting delivery, or most places have not been getting delivery, and most uh, retailers have closed down because of the looting. Then it's become an expensive exercise where you spend more money than the products that you're actually looking for to win buy shops before you get back home.